Hey, you guys! Welcome to another episode of the Football Goonies Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Seplick. Sorry we uh, missed last week, but uh, we're here for an action-packed two-week review of the Dynasty, Prestige Dynasty worldwide, wide, wide. Uh, it's been a wild road, a lot of injuries. I'm not really going to jump into that. We all know who is injured and what's going on. So let's just get into the matchups. We're going to start off with the bludgeoning of John Brown hind parts versus Joyless Chris in week one. Now it's no uh, it's no secret that Clay has a aspiration of a championship finally instead of finishing in second and third place. And Joyless Chris wants to uh, basically rebuild. But uh, this was just completely hard to watch. So the final score, 171, 67.7, almost, almost a, no, like beyond a double point spread. Uh, I was looking at the numbers wrong. So uh, just of note, Clay's team was firing on all cylinders. We had Tua, Beast, Watson, terrible, but good score. McCaffrey, Beast, Bijan, Beast for limited work. Garrett Wilson was looking good, even though he lost uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. J.K. Dobbins was looking good at the beginning. Aaron Jones and Olave, both great plays. Uh, only The only t- people that missed on him was his weak tight end core with Cole Komet starting and uh, DJ Moore, because Justin Fields is terrible. Uh, on the other side, the bright lights for uh, Greenwood's team were Anthony Richardson before he got hurt, and Mac Jones on his bench, and Roshan on his bench. So, uh, no surprise there that this was just a devastating loss. Um, but at the same time, Clay had his own devastating loss, having lost uh, Garrett Wilson's ability to be a viable fantasy asset, J.K. Dobbins' ability to walk. Um, and then I think there were a couple other injuries that week. Uh, Aaron Jones got injured for the week, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, Clay is just bleeding players, but luckily he has the depth, and Joyless Chris is getting what he wants, except for his first-round pickback. Next up, we had the Waffle House Index versus Bosley and Jones Insurance. Sam versus Tyler. Uh, this was a, a pretty narrow victory for Sam at a 108.18 versus 94.3. Uh, as I said, the hot garbage of Justin Fields did okay fantasy-wise, but he is just looking awful. Trevor Lawrence looked good in his first week. Tony Pollard was amazing. But the uh, option of rolling out Deion Jackson was terrible. Jamar Chase has been awful all season so far. Uh, Waddle was okay but got hurt. Metcalf was okay. No no real standouts. On the other side, what saved him was, although Justin Herbert did decent with 22 points, Josh Allen only scored 11, and that's where the win was. Uh, Second highest score was Justin Jefferson, and I believe Nico Corporate Tyler. So Sam narrowly won out the division, or the game, and uh, on top of that, he got a second point, the Aniston point somehow, because most teams were hot garbage this week. Uh, at the next billing, we had uh, Matt Howell, Cohen 2.0, and GA Dogs for Life, Mike's team. 
this was one of the better matchups, both teams being relatively competitive. And although it was a 12-point spread at 127.52 versus 115.38, it was definitely, definitely one of the more exciting games. Uh, standouts are number one quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Fresh off a trade of dumping the rapists off his team. And then Matt Stafford looked pretty competent, although he did not get any touchdowns. So he had a relatively mediocre day. Um, Chubb did decent. Tyreek Hill was the major factor here, scoring 39 points. I believe he was the highest scoring player on the whole week. Uh, on the other side, Hertz was abysmal. Geno Smith was abysmal. Eckler was fantastic at 24-4, although he lost him at the end of the game. Uh, everyone else was okay. Henry, okay. Hopkins, okay. Keenan Allen, okay. And then a couple not so okays. Um, so, I mean, the big the big takeaway was uh, basically Najee Harris is garbage, and uh, Mike's team, uh, Jalen Hurts, looks terrible, and Geno Smith looks terrible, and that's why he lost in week one. Luckily for him, Geno Smith... Uh, bounced back in a competent way, but uh, he still picked up an Aniston point, so he only went down one-to-one in the week. Next up, we had Mahomeboy and Ratatouille and Taco Corp. Uh, So that is Chris White and Ryan's Hot Garbage Team. Uh, Looking to capitalize off the freshly acquired Lamar Jackson during a rebuild, it sadly did not go well for Ryan. Uh... Final score was 102-14 versus 63-88. Uh, Pat Mahomes did Pat Mahomes things, even though he had a pretty quiet day. Uh, ETN had a baller day. Uh, Ridley had a baller day. And that was pretty much the standouts. Rid- Ritter's hot garbage. Zach Charbonnet is uh, still need- needing to breathe behind Kenneth Walker. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Do we need to say more, you uh, lucky Falcons fans? And Gabe Davis did not Gabe Davis this game. On the opposite side, though, Lamar Jackson was god-awful at six points. Jared Goff was decent at 16, and David Montgomery was the only semi-bright spot. Um, Overall, Ryan seems terrible. Uh, We all know that. It's why I traded for his number one pick, giving up a elite asset like 6.56 point Lamar Jackson. Uh, but there are brighter days ahead, I'm sure. Chris got the win, but not the Aniston point. And then at the final matchup of the week was the highly contested uh, Nighthawk versus Liver Spotted Hands. Yours truly versus Brian. Brian's got some uh, major aspirations, and uh, if his team keeps playing like it is, it ain't going to happen, buddy. Joe Burrow, three points. Dak Prescott, six points. Mixon, eight points. Uh, he did get 21 out of Diggs, 11 out of Madison, 16 out of St. Brown, and 15 out of Evans, but everyone else was uh, single digits and disappointing. But lucky for him, he was playing my team, who decided not to show up in week one. Danny Dimes looked more like Danny Penny's, only scoring 4.46 points. Jordan Love did come in at 29 points for me, my boy. But Jameer Gibbs was an afterthought, even though he ran completely better than Montgomery. Uh, Gibson was awful with the fumble, which basically ruined his entire day. Higgins was a goose. 
Mari Cooper was bad. Waller was bad. Debo was bad. Mike Williams was bad. Uh, n- number one, Eagles receiver DeMonte Smith was the only positive. Uh, unfortunately for me, not knowing the situation in St. Louis, I left Kyron Williams on the bench. And Sutton showed out decently. And, of course, I would bench, uh, in lieu of Waller, my number one tight end, Hayden Hurst, because everyone saw that coming. Uh, there were some bright spots for Brian's team, though. Rashid Shahid balled out. Kendrick Bourne balled out. Jacoby Myers balled out. They just all balled out on his bench. Uh, I just I don't see anything great about this team. Uh, I think he's pretty mid, but uh, he does have some great pieces. He probably needs to trade for another running back or two is the big key to this. Anyways, he still came out with the win at 107.6 versus 80.6, in large part thanks to Daniel Jones T. Higgins. And he also got the Aniston point somehow with only 107 points. Like I said, rough week one. All right, moving into week two, we had the uh, 2-0 teams of John Brown, Hind Parts versus Waffle House Index, Sam versus Clay. Uh, this was a decently close contest. I think it ended up getting decided later. Uh, there was a chance Clay would lose, but ultimately he prevailed, scoring 119.86 versus 103.08. Tua uh, came back down to earth. Deshaun Watson was still thinking about diddling women instead and himself instead of playing football. Uh, McCaffrey was awesome. Bijan was awesome. And Ramondre was okay. Uh, on the opposite side, Justin Fields sucks. Trevor Lawrence sucks against the Chiefs. Tony Pollard was good. Uh, Priest Hall was complaining but not doing anything, while Jamar Chase sucked again. Waddle got injured and was okay. Andrews was okay in limited fashion. DK was uh, injured and okay. Addison played well. And Elijah Moore sucked. And I'm more upset about that because he ruined a friggin' easy win for me in another league. Um, I mean, this just was an unimpressive showing on both sides. Uh, The bright spots are that uh, his lesser abled quarterbacks showed that every once in a while they can play well with Stroud and Howell for Sam. And Purdy did uh, pretty mid, but would have been fine. Uh, On the other side... Clay just traded for Kenneth Walker and Puka. Didn't play either of them, scoring 17-9 and 22-6. And then, of course, he also didn't play Raheem Mostert. He didn't play Tyler Lockett. He didn't play uh, DJ Moore, who had a decent game. Like There is just a lot of too much depth for Clay, and that's going to be a consistent theme for him. Um, he's pretty, uh, happy just trading for other players and, like, shifting what he has instead of, uh, maybe doubling up and just getting, like, an elite player, uh, that isn't, uh, being thrown balls by Zach Wilson in the receiver game. Uh, and he, of course, had some more injuries with Ayuk possibly banged up. Uh, Aaron Jones continues to be hurt. And I'm sure there's probably another injury on his team because that's what happens to Clay. Anyways, he ended up with just the win, not the Aniston point, moving up to 3-1, while Waffle House Index 2-2. 
Next up, we have the Nighthawk, Brian's team, versus Bosley and Jones Insurance. Now, after a poor week one showing, Tyler decided to put on his big boy pants and score the most points of the league. Let's see how he did it. Uh, Josh Allen, almost 30 points. Justin Herbert, 26 points. Barkley, 24 points, but at the cost of losing him for a couple of weeks, probably. Uh, Pierce continues to struggle. Justin Jefferson, almost 20 points. Nico Collins also put on his big boy pants with 24. Hunter Henry continues to be the best tight end in the league somehow. And James Cook had a big day. And Tutu even happened. Like I mean, he's playing Tutu and and Josh Kelly and Nico Collins and Damian Pierce, and he scored 175-76. If that tells you anything, it's that fantasy football is crazy. On the opposite end, Joe Burrow got uh, himself hurt again or re-aggravated, but at least he put up 19 points. Dak had a good game, bounced back. Joe Mixon, mediocre. Madison, terrible, hence why they probably traded for Akers. Uh, not that I think it's going to be all wheels up for Acres. I think that's just going to end up hurting Madison, and that's about it. Uh, if he ends up making the team. Uh, Diggs was mid. I'm going to St. Brown got hurt, so he was mid. Hawkinson was a bright light at the number one tight end on the week. And Evans had a huge game. But, of course, Dalvin Cook <laughs> gave him minus three points. So at the end, he ended up with 144-48. Still got the Aniston point moving up to 3-1. and one, While Bosley and, insurance, uh, and Jones Insurance moved to 2-2 at 500. Next up, we have Joyless Chris versus Mahomes Boy and Ratatouille. Um, both teams in rebuild. Uh, Joyless Chris sent off Chris Godwin to Clay. Uh, which kind of indicates that even more so. Um, but neither of them have their first-round pick because they're both held by Sam, uh, thanks to some uh, crazy QB trading this year. Anyways, uh, Anthony Richardson balled out again until he got hurt out again. And who knows if this kid will ever play a full game. Mac Jones did decent at 15-7-4. Uh, let's see, sorry. Uh, Rashad White pulled up a huge game. Uh, Pickens a big game, missing Deontay. Decent one from Claren, and an actual game from Drake London, you happy uh, Falcons fans. On the other side, Mahomes did it again, 25 points in a okay showing for him. 20 from Mayfield, who continues to ball out. Uh, Marquise somehow did well, and G Gabe Davis did great, but... Players like uh, Calvin Ridley and Travis Etienne just did not show up. Ultimately, Joyless Chris wins it 126-28 to 98-38. Uh, only getting one point, though, not making that Aniston point because fantasy's crazy. And although last week I think 104 was the median score, this week it was like 130-something. Uh, so he got the one point. Both teams moved to 1-3. and three. Next up, we got GA Dogs for Life versus Taco Corp. Now, it's no surprise and everyone knows that Taco Corp, Ryan's team, is the worst team in the league. Everyone except for Ryan. This was by far the best fantasy matchup of the week. And it pains me to say that owning Ryan's pick, uh, his first round pick. So, at the quarterback position, 
It was Geno Smith and Jalen Hurts getting 27.12 and 27.22 points. Consistency's great. Versus Jared Goff and Lamar Jackson getting 28.92 and 26.88 points. So they essentially washed each other out with less than a point difference uh, or on average between quarterbacks. Uh, at the running back position, we had James Conner, Derrick Henry versus Zach Moss and Dave Montgomery. A uh, slight edge to Mike's team with uh, Conner at 16-6 to Henry at 17 versus Moss at 18-7 and Montgomery at 11-9. Had Montgomery not gotten hurt, Maybe that would have been even two, and Ryan would have won the game. Right, spoilers. Ryan won the game. Uh, or, sorry, uh, Mike won the game. We'll get to how close it was, though. On the other side, Hopkins and Zay Jones disappointed with six and zero points, while Allen and Garrett Wilson did better than expected with 27 and 15-3. Uh, at the tight end position, Conklin was better than Njoku by a couple of points. Uh, Miles Sanders was uh, pretty mid as far as the same as Samaj P. Ryan. Jalen Warren and Michael Thomas washed each other out around 9 and 10 points. The big makeup was that he did not know Austin Eckler was out. Mike played him getting 0 points. And Tank Dell getting 16.7. Ultimately, it did not hurt Mike's team as he got the win and the Aniston point, coming in at 141.04 versus 140.4. Less than a point difference, people. This was an insane matchup. Uh, And for his effort, Ryan still got an Aniston point, which I'm not happy about, and his max points were insane because he had bench points to spare as well. Next up, the final matchup of the week was me and Liver Spotted Hands and Cohen 2.0, Matt Howell's team. At the quarterback position, it was heavyweight versus heavyweight and mostly heavyweight versus meh. Uh, Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins pretty much canceled each other out with Cousins edging him out 36 and a half to 37 and three quarters or 34 and three quarter point. Uh, but Jordan Love was the difference here with 26 points versus 16 points from Stafford at the running back position. Chubb and Herbert with Chubb's gruesome injury. Sorry about losing him, Matt. Uh, Chubb and Herbert matched points. Gibbs outscored Harris by five, and then that's where things kind of went off the rails. Darren Waller and Kelsey canceled each other out at 10.6 each. CeeDee Lamb and Devonta Smith canceled each other out at 21 and 20 points. But Higgins outdueled Tyreek Hill with double the points. Uh, Debo Samuel outdueled Josh Jacobs with three times the points almost. Uh, Mike Williams double over doubled AJ Brown scores and Christian Kurtz extra six points over Pittman just couldn't keep up final score 174.38 versus 135.40 it was a bludgeoning and uh, Matt also didn't get the uh, Aniston point 
and so he falls to two and two while I move up to two and two and have to decide am I rebuilding or competing so in a rebuild uh, year it's kind of crazy to have these kind of points so uh, unfortunately for Matt RIP Nick Chubb I think his career is done uh, he's probably going to be looking for some players, so you uh, thirsty losers out there, start sending him trade offers. Anyways, uh, looking forward to week three matchups. As a quick preview, I'm not going to actually talk about the games, but just say who's going to win. For me, Sam is going to beat my team in a narrow victory. Um, I think that although Clay is supposed to win, he is playing... Uh, he, he is playing uh, Tyler, and Tyler's been his kryptonite in the past. Uh, I could see Clay's team underperforming and Tyler's team winning, so I'm going to call it that way. Uh, Cohen is going to destroy Chris's team. Uh, Brian is going to narrowly beat Mike's team unless Joe Burrow's out, at which I say he's still going to do it because Russ Wilson's playing Miami. And, uh, honestly, unless Chris Greenwood moves Cam Akers out of his lineup, which at this point he has to for a better option, I don't think there's any real scenario where he's thinking, oh, I'd play Akers over Roshan or whatever. Uh, if he does that and Richardson plays, then I give the win to, uh, to Chris. Otherwise, I'm going Ryan for the win. Thus concludes the episode. Uh, Sorry it came out late. I know I missed week one, but we got it all in there. So good luck to all you teams that are uh, vying for wins and all you uh, hot garbage teams looking to lose. Hope it works out for you as well. And as always, Goonies never say die.